0: Intro, kind of. (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing. Episodes 11 through 19 are closer to what the podcast is now. They were still recorded a while ago. It was kind of during lockdown, kind of during things opening up, that weird middle ground that we were in but they were originally made for YouTube videos. So while it is podcasty, there's times where we reference things that we're looking at on the screen. Sorry, I didn't know I was gonna be putting these on Apple, Spotify, everything else afterwards. So you can go to YouTube if you wanna see the visuals, but if not, keep listening. And hey, once you get to 20, we are current and weekly, baby. <laughs> okay, like the last episode was like really good. <laughs> I liked talking about your boobs. (laughs) I had to
1: go back and watch it because I don't even remember what
0: we were talking about. Apparently, we were talking about my boobs. We were talking about your boobs for like 10 minutes. And so even though the audio was shit, I was like, I cannot keep this from the people. (laughs) I cannot do that. Doing God's work here. (laughs) Um, So oh my god,
1: we're back from Vegas. Yes. Oh my god. It was an experience. It was your first time in Vegas. It was my first time
0: in Vegas. Which is crazy to me, but makes me like so happy that I could be there for your special time. Yes, mm-hmm. it was awesome. What? Okay, as a Vegas virgin, first virgin you've been in a long time.
1: It's been a very long time.
0: Um, have you tried all... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you, you'd be surprised how many things you can find that you're still a virgin at.
1: Well, I guess it's true.
0: Just time. The things will find you
1: um as a Vegas, Vegas virgin <laughs> <laughs> um what were your thoughts um well I'm sure this was newer to you because I don't know how long it's been legal there but the entire city smelled like weed yes yes it did the entire city I didn't think that was like possible the entire city you go outside and you're like oh that's weed the second you leave the airport the second no the second you oh, get wait, to the airport I <laughs> in ooh.
0: Okay, I know that was your phone, but it kind of hurt my heart because it was literally crickets. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we are so boring that crickets found us. Well,
1: someone from Clinton, Texas wants probably to sell me, like, some scam insurance or something.
0: I forgot. The second we landed in Vegas, we run to the restroom because that's what you do Mm -hmm. when you get out of a plane. Um, and that the restroom smelled like weed, and I remember we were talking about. I was like, "How fucking ballsy!" Isn't that like federal
1: property? I think it is. Um, also, you got through security, so clearly, I mean, don't take my word for it. Anybody who wants to try to take weed into the airport, but they're not looking for it. So I actually I saw a TikTok. Don't know if it's
0: true because <laughs> TikTok. TikTok. But somebody who supposedly used to work for homeland security said that the dogs are not smelling for drugs they're smelling for bombs yeah it's they're but they're not drug dogs and so like if you hide it in like a good way like they're not they Mm -hmm. don't find it they're not actually even looking for it Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true don't get arrested
1: yeah this is um for legal reasons this is not parody yeah this yes this is parody parody. (laughs)
0: um but yeah they're not they're not looking for it Mm -hmm. so clearly
1: they're not Not even a little bit. Jesus.
0: Yeah. It was so shy. And from then on, the rest of the
1: time. Yeah. The whole time. So, as you know, I don't mind it Mm -hmm. because I partake. Yes. Legally. Mm -hmm. Actually, it is legal because it's the other stuff that's not illegal. Um, The Delta-8 is not illegal. Delta-8? So, there's like a different um, way that they produce the oils and the molecules and the science and the whatever. So, it's... Like what regular like regular stuff is Delta Nine. This has like one less something, and it's called Delta Eight, and it is actually legal.
0: Oh, is that like what you can buy at smoke shops? Mm-hmm.
1: You kids today, <laughs> it's everywhere. You can buy it at the mall. Really? And there's a just, there's a like a vape kiosk that sells. How like, do they la- label it? Because they can't call it weed, right? No, it's Delta Eight THC.
0: Okay, so that's the other kind of THC. Okay, mm-hmm. man, being sober now sucks. <laughs> I remember (laughs) we used to go, oh, God. So I I used to look up online because I would see in these different forums how there were so many different things where they're like, there's all these things that get you high that are, like, not illegal. Like nutmeg. Well, not even that, (laughs) but, like, different, like, exotic plants and shit like that because what they said in these message boards at the time was that they – Like the laws can't keep up with like every single Mm. fucking plant that they're always finding out gets you high. Mm -hmm. And so that there's so many things you could just buy on the Internet and they would ship it to you. And we were like, what? Buying things on the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, they would ship you these things. And so I'd be like late night, like on these boards trying to find out like everything that gets you high
1: (laughs) on the dark web
0: you don't know how good you have it <laughs> okay and so that's when i got in my like salvia phase and we, we all figured out oh, about that no. and so we would go to like different smoke shops and buy it and it was so fucking stupid because you'd be high for
1: i'm not even joking have you ever done it no i've like my friends have done it around me before i was like i was like i'm not gonna do any of that i'm a good kid and then you know yeah life. time <laughs> <laughs> it, you're high for 20 seconds Jeez
0: Louise. It's so ridiculous. You have to smoke. You smoke a lot. And it hits you and you get like super wavy. It's not hallucinogenic, at least with what like we smoked. Is it like whippets? Kind of. Like, I mean, there was a couple of things. At one point, this one guy thought he was falling in a hole, but he was just like on our bed. Like, it was like a group of us that were smoking. Mm-hmm. But then we were, it was almost like improv. <laughs> we're like, yes, and you're high. Yes. <laughs> yes because like he was like oh my he's like I feel like I'm sinking because you also get like a body high and so like he was like oh my god I feel like I'm like sinking in the bed and we're like oh no don't sink and he's like oh no I'm falling in the hole but then like he actually started feeling that way because he was like tricking himself mm. and so we're, he's like get me so we were like ah but like we weren't actually hallucinating it's just you're fucked up yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then like 20 seconds later you're like oh that was dumb and you're like it- it's so weird to be like and now I'm clear headed that's That experience was what the bizarre Mm. part to me. So, I went through a phase for, like, I don't even know, like, a month or two where we, like, did it a lot just because it was new and different. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, this is dumb. Just buy some fucking weed and be high for 10 hours. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, so yes, you can get Delta 8 literally at the mall. Wow. Yeah. And, like, the little vape shops that they have or, like, the kiosks or whatever Mm -hmm. next to, like, the knockoff perfume and the shitty moisturizer I, I feel so dumb for not knowing that i mean no i mean you're not in that so like you know. it would be weird if you're like yeah i know all about it but like okay well you need you know we need to have a talk <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so like obviously i do that um and even i was like so sick of it by like the last day i woke up and our room smelled like it which neither one of us were smoking mm-hmm. and I was like what the fuck I'm getting sick of this like my head was hurting it was almost what? like that cigarette smoke kind of thing
0: oh yeah where it's like different like if you're the one smoking it's awesome but if you yeah. like around the smoke mm-hmm. so I'm gonna be honest with you it was so strong in our room the last night that I figured you'd bought some when you went off on your like little journey <laughs> you know because you had your like day trip by yeah. yourself and I get it like it's everywhere and in, you know in my I didn't know you could just buy it at the mall so i know a lot of people it's like oh yay going to the like the smoke sh-. like it's mm-hmm. it's fun to legally get to buy because it's a new it's an experience to yeah. walk through the counters and pick the stuff i up. Definitely
1: still want to do that but no i did not i but totally
0: <laughs> thought you did and like smoked in the restroom and i'm like well i'm not her mom i'm like i'm gonna shit like it's legal.
1: <laughs> i also would have smoked outside if i had mm. we had that whole ass balcony
0: yeah i just was like i am want her mom she can do whatever she <laughs> wants
1: <laughs> i was a little bit like swear she wouldn't tell me
0: was oh, more like <laughs> trust issues about it but like she has to hide it from me but well okay so we'll
1: get into why you asked me this but you did ask me like were you smoking and i was like i was asleep oh, i forgot about that already oh that that's like the first thing i tell people no that's not that's like the third thing that i tell people okay so you were tired of weed <laughs> but um I mean yeah but like I said by the last day I was waking up with like a headache and I was like I'm so sick of this and like it was worse when we got into the hallway because all the other rooms I'm sure everybody else was smoking in yeah like it was bad but you know (laughs) we had fun
0: okay but the good stuff (laughs) is oh my god okay so let's say one good thing and then we'll talk about the smoke thing okay um I taught you how to play craps a little bit you
1: did yeah I was so confused when we first got there and oh my god we met god we met god crap okay y'all Craps is my game.
0: I fucking love that game. And now you understand why I know yes. it's confusing at first. If you don't know how to play mm-hmm. it, the table looks uh, intimidating. Yes. It is so much fun. I love the social aspect of like you're all playing together. When you when you win, everybody wins. When you lose, everybody loses. Mm-hmm. It is so much fun <laughs> Except to me. For
1: one time.
0: It is <laughs> so much fun to me. But yeah, I walked you through the rules. Mm-hmm. And we were on like a very good table. We had a roller he His went, first time playing. First time playing. And he rolled for like an hour. And for those who don't like play craps, when you roll, if you lose, it, you pass it. He just kept winning and winning and winning and winning. And we're and all screaming.
1: Everyone was so excited. He actually did lose. And everyone around the table said, no, pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
0: he, he, he went on for like 30 minutes mm-hmm. or so. And he was rolling so well that when he lost, yeah, and somebody asked, do you mind? Can we like just let him be keep rolling in the, the, um, pit boss or whatever they're called was like no everybody gets a chance everybody around the table would have to pass and we unanimously were like we all pass give the dice to that motherfucker Mm -hmm. and then win 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 i made money
1: yeah oh yeah oh my god i keep actually thinking about like all the chips that you had it was so many so many that they were like you shouldn't take that many chips with yeah. you. I was like, I'll bathe in them. Yeah, when I was ready
0: to cash out, because we also hadn't eaten, and it was getting very late. I'm like, we got to go. Um, yeah, I was just going to put them all, like, gather them. And the pit boss was so nice. And he was like, you should not take that many with you. It's like, a lady doesn't care carry more than yeah. a handful or something. Like I think he
1: said, like, a few chips. Yeah, and so he
0: shaded them all in for, like, the hundred chips. So I, like, had those instead. And I was like, thank you. I am a lady. <laughs> Biologically. <laughs> So, yeah, but one guy, one, one guy, one motherfucker,
1: which one. granted he had the money to do it.
0: Yes. Again, for those who don't know, you can also bet against the table, which is just bad juju.
1: Yeah. I mean, for him,
0: it's, it's bad. You're like, you're cursing the whole table and hoping everybody loses. So he's the only person that was like, there's no way he can keep this up. And he put down like, I don't even know, like fucking fuck. No, wait, it was 17,000. Mm-hmm. Seventy. I was gonna say five as if that was a lot. I mean it is seventeen
1: thousand dollars. He was like, There's no way he can keep this up. And like we didn't know about it until it happened. Yeah. So like he put the money down, he's on the other side of the table from us, and then the guy rolls, he loses it, and then the woman working there, mm-hmm. I don't know what they're called, table person. Yeah. Um, was just like he just lost seventeen thousand dollars. And, and we were like
0: and we, yeah, they started counting out. And apparently he had bet against the table a couple of other times yeah. at like 1000 mm-hmm. or 500 And he was winning so long that the guy was like, there's no way he can keep this up. And when he lost it, he was like, what the fuck? Which also, you're not supposed to cuss at the tables. We didn't even talk about that. That's a whole thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten in trouble for that. Oh. They will like give you a couple of warnings before they kick you out. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he was like, oh, my God. So he just started screaming. He's like, how is that possible? And the guy was like feeling all guilty that he, he lost all that money. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he goes, I didn't know I was betting against God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so then
0: our table just called him God for the yeah. rest of the night. It was awesome. It was so much fun. It was so great. And then I was like, God's paying for dinner tonight.
1: And he did. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That was our dinner money for the next couple nights. Yes, it was. It was so much fun. Yeah. I love crafts. It was a lot of fun. I definitely, like, even halfway through, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Um, But (laughs) I kind of figured it out, sort of. There's a lot of, like, things that you can bet on. And, like, I understand, like, what you were doing, like, betting on the certain numbers. And Mm -hmm. those were, like, your numbers to bet on. Um, And I understand part of, like, what the thing on the side was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's, like... I don't know probably about 400 things that you could bet on There's so many ways to do it. and I was like overwhelmed not really because like I wasn't betting yeah I was sitting there like yay, drink please <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like pass my free drinks to her please. yes <laughs> um but yeah it was it, it was so much fun mm-hmm. the energy was really really
0: fun. that's that's why that's, I like yeah it. yeah you know I love I love people I love like they
1: loved you actually because you're like woo and they're like we got a wooer yeah <laughs> <laughs> why are we gonna play if it's not fun yeah like i
0: the, i have been okay so you know we talk about going to the burlesque hall of fame mm-hmm. uh the vegas convention so much fun love getting to go it's like a family reunion with burlesque people it is not in a hotel on the strip it is way off strip it's at the uh the orleans mm-hmm. which is like a locals casino but they do it there because it's also one of the only casinos that has like a huge theater that they can rent that's why okay. they do it because it's the the, the performance is a weekend full of performances and competitions they need a theater but it's like a locals casino it is not the same energy at all it's It's like just like
1: people that go there
0: just like all the time the best way i always like to to describe it to people is that you know we we cash the chips in Mm -hmm. there's like a place to cash your chips in, and right next to it there's a place where you can exchange your paychecks and sign over your paychecks for chips Aww. And that line is not a happy looking line.
1: Oh, that makes me so sad.
0: It's it's a different energy. So like I again I love the I love the festival. I've sometimes I especially if I'm playing with like burlesque people, it's fun because mm-hmm. we're just all having fun. But normally when I go to B-Hoff, I then cab to the strip mm-hmm. to go gamble because it's it's about the energy.
1: Yeah, and that definitely has a negative energy. It just
0: feels different. Yeah. And I want to be around all the like, woo, oh my god, this is so yeah. fun! Tourist. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Make friends. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. But even after that guy lost all that money, he still was just like, all right, and pulled out a wad, a full what? Like think of like in movies where you see like I don't know a mob boss or something like pull out money, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, that's a lot of fucking money. He had like double that. Yeah. Yeah. Of hundreds. Yep.
0: Just and just started. And he was like, okay, because he tried it one more time. He bet against him even after the seventeen thousand. He was like, there's no way he'll do it again. So he bet again. That was like, I think less like 5,000 or something. Only. Only. And so he bet, and then when he lost that, that's when he was like, okay, and he had his girlfriend there or wife or whatever. He's was like, okay, babe, let's go. Have fun, God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He'd been tipping him also. Yeah,
0: he was, he was throwing some chips around.
1: Yeah. It was nice. And I was like, this way, please. Oh. You
0: know, I forget what movie it is. Maybe Casino. I want to say Casino. Maybe Godfather. I don't know. One of those... Old movies about mob people. I just remember. I remember nothing. Obviously, I don't know the fucking name. <laughs> don't know the plot. No, nothing from the movie. But I remember one scene where his girlfriend or wife or something was like, "I need money to go shopping, baby," and he was like, "How much?" And she goes, mm, "Like this much," and that's how much he pinches off of his like fucking roll. And I was like, "That is
1: incredible." <sighs>
0: I mean, I don't want, like, the mob boss and, like, the murder and everything. Mm, you know, take it on with the other. I, I mean, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Like, if mm-hmm. I...
1: Like, maybe there's a good way. Probably not. But, like, it's just so awesome. To be able to ask for this amount of money, this much. I don't think that you get that with, like, I don't know, an accountant. <laughs> Well, no, but. Unless he's like a crooked accountant. You know what? Okay,
0: never mind. I changed my fantasy. I just want to have so much money that I don't have to ask anybody for money because it's oh, all yeah. my
1: money. Yeah, yeah. I want that fantasy to be like, Kiki, I need some money. <laughs> How much, baby? This much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: are you going to do for it? No, way That was a joke.
1: It's harpy time. Harpy time. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, harpy, what do you have for me today? Um, I went to the mob museum.
1: Yay! That's oh. a very harpy thing. Yeah. True oh. crime.
0: It was so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. I didn't even know there was a mob museum in Vegas.
1: Yeah, I think there's another one possibly in like Chicago or maybe New York. Okay, yeah, which would make sense because like that's where the mob was yeah um and like i forget like how prevalent the mob was in chicago because like i always think new york mm. but i watch a lot of law and order so that's probably why i think new york
0: yeah because in my head yeah i was thinking chicago more than new york but i don't watch law and order so i'm yeah that's probably yeah right. going off of well i'm also going off of movies not really knowing anything. yeah also like
1: there's a whole movie called chicago that would have uh, made more sense but, yeah 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 that makes sense but
0: yeah like it was a, like it, I mean, I'm sure it's still around, but it was, like, it before, it was, like, they openly ran stuff. There mm-hmm. was no underground anything. It mm-hmm. was, like, that the cops are, like, hello, sir, thank you. Like, it yeah. was very open.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, it was it was so cool. Um, it was... So, we went to um, Behoff, the Blast Hall of Fame Museum. We went to the museum, yeah, not the event. Not the event, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to the museum, and it was very, very small, which was to be expected, and there was a lot in there, and it was wonderful, but... That's what I was expecting for the mob museum. Yeah. Cause it's like those like, what do you call it? Niche, niche. Niche. yeah Niche museums. Yeah. yeah. But they tend to be smaller because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's niche. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, why have a three story building for this? Um, but the mob museum said, Hey, let's have a three story <laughs> building for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was massive. It was a lot bigger than I was expecting. It was like, almost like a city blog. It was like half a block. Oh city. wow. Like, it was huge, okay. huge. And, um, you like go in and they have their big exhibit which is like you just walk through and apparently they had side exhibits which i'm mad at myself for not doing because they were very um exhibits mm. one of them was like be a crime scene or be a crime lab tech and i'm like fuck yeah and th- have you thought about realistically going into this stuff you
0: love it so much you're I going do. to that murder con to learn about all this crime scene tech
1: stuff yeah you legit love it i really do I've thought about it, um, but then I remember that I hate school. So, okay, uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, I don't know. I got a lot of time on my hands. I might yeah. still do it. I got a I- lot of time on my hands. <laughs> okay, so you did not do the side, mus- the side exhibits. But yeah, the main ones. Yeah, I did do the main ones, and so it was really interesting because it started with like the history of the mob and the history of like that building also, mm-hmm. because that particular building was used as a courtroom for mob activity. Mm. which was super cool and the second floor was the courtroom and they have like original furniture to the original courtroom in there so like don't sit on this because this is old shit yeah like but it was so cool so like the first or the third floor which was like where you start was all about like how it started and it was because of prohibition um because this is just so funny but the government was trying to make the um the people a more pure and virtuous people yeah what prohibition and and it made everything so much worse because then there was bootlegging and murder and Mm, underground clubs yeah and yeah the more you
0: restrict the more they want to do it yeah that's it's fucking catholic school girls yes
1: (laughs) you're just making sluts my parents almost sent me to catholic school jesus
0: christ thank god they didn't i can hardly handle you now
1: <laughs> yeah. They really I was like, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I'm also
0: not slut shaming, I'm saying this as like somebody who a was fellow very slut. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm like my parents were very strict and I'm a stripping clown.
1: Yeah. So if you have kids, let that be a lesson.
0: Unless you want them to be an awesome stripping
1: clown.
0: But there's like a lot of bullshit first that you probably don't yeah, want to deal with. It's,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um But, yeah, so then it started with Prohibition. And then once Prohibition was ended, they were like, well, you know, we still like having easy money and gambling and doing whatever the fuck we want. So we're going to keep being mobsters. Mm -hmm. And so then they started getting into, like, prostitution. So, wait, mobs didn't exist before Prohibition? There was probably, like, groups of people who were jerks and, like, took advantage of people, but, like, not in this organized way. What we see
0: as, like, organized crime. Yes. Really? Mm -hmm.
1: That makes sense. I just never thought about that. Mm -hmm. I thought they... So I mean, those types of people existed because that type of person sees an opportunity in like a negative way, and they're just like yeah. yeah what? Or, I, maybe it wasn't even negative at first. It was just like people want fucking alcohol. Yeah. yeah, like they literally cold turkey. These people were drinking it. You could get it anywhere, and it was like medicine to them. Yeah, literally medicine to them. And yeah. then they're just like ah, eh, no more. Yeah, I watched a uh,
0: some documentary that was about like the history of alcoholism and stuff. Like That's so what they were talking about. How like that was part of what like started the whole prohibition thing is that like alcoholism was so incredibly rampant and it wasn't even just like like now where we're like oh you're tearing families apart it was like affecting the economy because yes. it was like everybody but part of it was that there was like not always clean water yes. for people to drink and so they drank vodka mm-hmm. because at least it was it purified was and yeah. they weren't going to get all sorts of like bacteria
1: and, and parasites. parasites
0: and stuff so like it was it was their medicine it was their water it was everything and then it was like no yeah so, yeah, and so an sense. entire
1: country went through withdrawal at the same time. Yeah. And so people were like, no, we we're going to figure it out. And so that's how the mob was born. And... Um, and like i said after prohibition ended like they were still just like no we want our easy money and we want our hookers and our gambling so they kept doing it and then like some of it was like the history of uh vegas which apparently it was i mean it was a desert so there was nothing there Mm, um it's
0: easy for them to take over
1: yeah and so like the reason that vegas became a thing is because they started building the railway through vegas and like the building that was there that at one point was a court or a courthouse before that it was housing for people working on the railway oh so it's like super historical it's really cool yeah um so not only is it just murder it's also just very educational yeah That museums are fun yeah um, i love museums yeah they're awesome and so you go through and you learn um so like on the third floor was the thing about like the saint valentine's day massacre so that was an al capone thing mm-hmm. um and this is cool to me definitely not to you I don't think um but there's you know <laughs> yeah I do I even I've talked about this so I'm just like I feel so bad because she's like the only person that I see so I'm always just like hey so about this murder that I heard about and you're just like okay I but I care you. about you yes yeah. that's exactly what I say yeah. like she loves me so she listens even though she hates it yeah
0: and I and for this I mean just because I'm like not crazy but i think people would find it interesting
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. um but so this happened against like a brick wall that these people were killed it was really bad like al capone's mob had dressed up as cops and like they were trying to take out this other mob and so they were as dressed up as cops they're like all right we caught you get against the wall and they're like damn we got caught by the cops and so like they are like facing the wall hands up and everything and so like the cops cops bring out their guns, and then, like, the rest of the mob comes out, and they bring out their guns, and they just massacre them. Oh, like, how many people? Hmm. I think, like, eight or ten. Okay, and this was the St. Vela? Valen- I feel like I've heard of this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, like, this was, like, one of the turning points for... Um, the police to start going after the mob like they were like it was kind of like cat and mouse they're chasing them and just like yeah whatever uh-huh. but the this was so bloody and so like gruesome that the public was like we're fucking sick of this we don't want this anymore you need to do something about it so it was a turning point so that's why people have heard of it because it was so like gruesome okay ooh so this was against a brick wall and uh the building that that was in has been demolished while well, some canadian entrepreneur is what the video kept saying canadian entrepreneur so and so um found out about it so he came down and dismantled the wall brick by brick and then he like had it numbered and took pictures and everything and then he put it back together and it was like a museum piece after that and that's the exact thing that they have in the mob museum they have those exact bricks and wall it's gruesome but it's interesting it
0: it is both of those things mm-hmm. for sure. My brain just instantly goes to I don't know if you ever watched Heroes. No. Okay. It was first like two seasons were awesome and then it like spiraled out and was terrible. But one of the guys, Powers, I think it was maybe Siler, Skyler, whatever. The hot one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I always like the hot villains.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, this is a villain? Of course. <laughs> okay. I like the bad boys.
0: (laughs) Um, I think it was his powers. I don't know. I know he also fixed watches. But Uh, the hero that we need. Mm -hmm. I love time. It's so sexy. (laughs) It's fake. Time is fake, but he can control it. He turns that which is fake into real. Like my orgasms. (laughs) I also found out the actor was gay and it broke my heart. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Aww, reliving like the Ricky Martin thing all over again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn. Damn. So close. <laughs> we were totally going to bang. I know it. <laughs> anyway, he, one of, I think it was him. It might not even been his fucking power. Somebody on that show's power, but like it was to absorb the memory of like an item. So if you like touch. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you like touch this, like, well, oh, I won't say this. If you touch this, like, nose. It would like the whole lifespan of the thing. It would be like anytime I had touched it, anytime I had worn it, anything it had seen, going back to like being in the store, like like the whole mm-hmm. lifetime. And so uh, it came in handy for like antiques and things like that. And I just always thought that was such an interesting power and more, you know, beyond like, oh, it's cool to fly or mm-hmm. whatever, breathe underwater. But I thought that was such an interesting, like everything else I'm always like, Oh, but you can see the downside, the whole like invisible thing, you end up jacking off all day, you don't do anything. <laughs> but like that just seems so fascinating and just to like absorb and like know like feel the like love that I gave this or whatever or your grandmother's wedding ring or you know what I mean? Shit, mm-hmm. like that. I always thought that was so interesting. And that is the first place my brain went about this wall is just like,
1: oh no, I don't want to know those memories. <laughs> and I got very scared of the wall, as if I have this power. As, yeah. And also you could just not touch it, right? But I would. Well that's on you. One time, when I was little, one time when I was little, like maybe like four or five, my mom was ironing in the living room and I was watching The Little Mermaid. And she had to go get something from the other room. And so the iron was there and she said, don't touch this. And I said, OK. And then I touched it mm-hmm. and then I burned myself. And then she came back. She's like, what the fuck did I tell you? Don't mm-hmm. touch that. And I was like, but I had to touch it. And that would be you.
0: Yes. But that's also how you learn. They they always use that example when they're talking about kids. Normally, it's a stove, not an iron. But they say you can tell a kid all day long, don't touch the stove. But they're going to fucking touch it. And that's how they learn not to touch the stove. There's only so much information you can force upon somebody.
1: But you would know before you touch it. This is not going to be good. I know that people... There's not like, oh, well, maybe somebody had their first kiss against this. That's not going to be the more prominent memory when you touch that brick wall. It's going to be, oh, these 10 people were like gunned down.
0: Yeah, I probably wouldn't, because I don't even watch scary movies.
1: Yeah! So
0: I do have a sense of self-control. I guess in my imaginary world, I just uh, give in to all of my vices and lack of control. (laughs) But
1: no, I have control now. Yeah, that's why you live here and not wherever that is. In hero's world? In this imaginary world.
0: Okay, I don't know if you met in Hero's World or, yeah, in the Imaginary World or, like, literally in my house. <laughs> because also the reason I have a house now is self-control. Yes! <laughs> because for many years there was no control. <laughs> I did not have a house. I was going to
1: say there was not also a stable living condition. Nope. <laughs> no, ma'am.
0: I don't ever say I was homeless because I feel like that sounds very dramatic. And I don't want people to be like, oh my God, like I wasn't like under a bridge mm-hmm. or anything, you know, I just chose to live out of my car and crash with different people and stuff like that. So I don't consider that to be homeless.
1: you like couch surfing?
0: Yeah, I was like couch surfing for an extended period of time mm-hmm. because alcohol.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway the museum <laughs> yeah that sounds great <laughs> um so that was just like the first floor and then the second floor was like all the um like the like courtroom and stuff like that and then the last floor was pretty cool it was like basically after uh Rika was enacted or no this was still like the second floor um but after Rico was enacted which is like the racketeering something um organized crime Law, yeah um so like it talked about how like vegas changed and it's like the vegas that we know today mm. and so there was like showgirl costumes on display uh. and yeah it was really cool uh i showed it to you and you're like mm, okay <laughs> oh no, i liked it <laughs> uh, but they also had like the cool um uh slot machines like the bandito one oh yeah and yeah, you yeah. Have to, like he's like holding a gun like this and you have to like pull his arm like this so that you can use the slot machine um and they had um they did talk about like how even though the mob isn't the way that like it used to be the good old days i guess um they did talk about how like money laundering and stuff is like a huge thing in certain casinos and Mm -hmm. that's why they have to be like licensed and everything
0: oh why they give you your driver's license every time you like get money and Mm -hmm. stuff like that to all track it yeah
1: and so um there was like a room that you walk into and like it's paved with money but it was like money wallpaper. But still, I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, I could get some money all around me. Money room. Um, but it was like basically how money is skimmed in different ways. So it starts off with like there's a suitcase with $3 million in it. And it's given to the driver. And the driver skims a little bit. And then it's given to this person. And that person skims a little bit. And like it goes through like a line. And basically like, you know, when it gets to the bank or whatever, like there's less money in it. I don't know. It That's was,
0: what laundering is? I Well, it was like people just making money. That sounds like economy. No, it's
1: not like, oh, I was paid to do this. It was, oh, I'm going to open up this briefcase and go ahead and just skim the top. And that's not making money. That's that's skimming. But if you're. You weren't paid for a service like you get paid for. The
0: service is that you're giving you're passing the suitcase on to the next person. Right.
1: But no. Like, it's like if you gave me one hundred dollars in 20s or something. And they're like, hey, take this to the thing. To the bank. To the bank. Okay. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And but, then I take a 20 and then put 80 but in the I bank. would know that you're doing that because we're but talking. But you don't know that. Uh, you're not saying, hey, take 20 okay, for you. Okay, that's stealing though. Yes, that's what skimming is. Okay, no, but I thought money laundering is like when I'm. Well, like part of it was money laundering, but that room was about skimming. Okay, so that's about stealing. Yeah. Okay, it's I thought skimming. I don't know the differences.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, that's why I was like, that's what money laundering is, because I thought when I hear money laundering, it's like we you are think you wash it. I didn't country. think you actually literally <laughs> washed it, but the idea is that like we're making it look like it came from other places or different things. I think that so has we're all to do involved in, like you like. If I want the bank to only know that I deposited fifty, I would tell you, hey Harpy, I have a hundred dollars. I'm gonna give it to you. You're gonna take twenty and then you deposit it and then you're and then you're gonna send me fifty. You know what I mean? Like it's more of like we all know what's going on.
1: I think it sounds like we're both really lucky that we're not part of this business. Yeah. I I think that it would not bode well for us. Yeah,
0: no, we don't know what's going on. No.
1: Which is good. Yeah. We are honest people. Okay. Um so then like the last floor um, or the last of the exhibit was just like it was like a wall of like a hundred pictures or something. And it was people that had been affiliated um, or caught or whatever that they know of are um, like the top people um, in mob activity. OK. And it was a bunch of white men. Yeah, that sounds right. And there was like I think I count, I think there was three women. Oh I'm surprised
0: there was any women mm-hmm. cuz I mean I know that they were around back then but at least in movies they're always shown as like like the wife or the girlfriend Mm -hmm. who has all the secrets but then it's going to play dumb to the judge Mm
1: -hmm. you know so one of them was actually she she had like a small little thing um on the courtroom floor um about how oh this was actually really interesting so um because like in the courtroom they had reenacted some of like the court cases and stuff it Mm -hmm. was kind of cheesy but it was really cool um but they had reenacted some of like her testimony and um they she her boyfriend was one of the mobsters and so Mm -hmm. they were like interrogating her about it and she's like i don't know anything about what he does i know that sometimes he gives me gifts and sometimes he gives me money and that's all that i know and she ended up getting caught by the irs because of her saying that because they're like well we haven't you haven't given us any of your taxes on these money that you're given or these gifts the value of like your property and like all of this like you kind of owe us some money and so they took like everything of hers because it had been years of like so much money that these gifts that she had been given by multiple boyfriends.
0: I was told that gifts were not taxable. Gifts.
1: I think after a certain amount, they might be. I
0: was told that gifts are not taxable.
1: Well, this is also like way back then. Okay. Do you want me to take a break?
0: No, it's cool. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm so glad that you enjoyed the mob museum. It's time for Clownspiration. <laughs> okay, I talked to the accountant. Clownspiration, not, not perspiration. We're <laughs> <a> happy clown. <laughs> uh, okay, today's Clownspiration is from a speech uh we've actually i've shared this with you before it's one of my favorite things i love to revisit it every once in a while um and you will see why i think it's it's important um, this is not the speech i'm going to link to the speech so people can watch it but this is just an explanation of the speech uh in 2005 david foster wallace delivered the this is water commencement speech at kenyan I think college in just over 20 minutes he covers the unsexy yet very real realities of day-to-day adult life he's calling out the default setting of the unconscious human minds that are all too common in mainstream society the state of your own mind will determine how you live in the day in and day out and day-to-day trenches of adult existence he starts out the speech by telling a story There are these two young fish swimming along, and they happen to meet an older fish swimming the other way, who nods at them and says, morning boys, how's the water? And the two young fish swim on for a bit, and eventually one of them looks over at the other and goes, what the hell is water? I remember this. It's so good. It's so good. I see like the little cartoon in my head. Yeah, me too. (laughs) After telling the story, he elaborates on the purpose, explaining, If your total freedom of choice regarding what to think about seems too obvious to waste time discussing, I'd ask you to think about fish and water and to bracket for just a few minutes your skepticism about the value of the totality of obvious. The capital T truth is about life before death. It is about the real value of real education, which has almost nothing to do with knowledge and everything to do with simple awareness, awareness of what is so real and essential. So hidden in plain sight all around us all the time that we have to keep reminding ourselves over and over. This is water. This is water. The point of the fish story is merely that the most obvious important realities are often the ones that are hardest to see and talk about. I love that whole speech. Like I said, those were just like snippets from it, but I think it is so, so important. And especially, I mean, it's always important, but I think that everybody after like the year and a half that we've had has been in the space of questioning that which we have always accepted. And I think it's very important to like consciously do that because yes, you can be forced by a global (laughs) pandemic to do that, but you don't need that
1: thing to be forced, right? It would be um, really beneficial if everyone can actually just do this on their own so that we don't have a global pandemic every time someone needs to realize something. Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be pretty convenient, <laughs> actually. <laughs> but I think that the good thing about being forced to question
0: all these things is that it then it's kind of like it creates the um, like a new muscle of telling you, like, oh, I can question things. Mm-hmm. And... So then ask yourself what else was i not questioning because it's so when that's just your reality you're like that is reality Mm -hmm. and we've talked about this even with the shows before with the productions it became my mantra when we changed venues um if you always do what you've always done you'll always get what you always got because it's so easy to go on autopilot and be like this is the way that we do things or that I do things or the way it is done. Mm -hmm. And it's so often that you don't even know you're doing it. And it's pretty much everything in the world that you do. You can step back and be like, but do I have to do it that way?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Is that the way it needs to be done?
1: What? That's just, that's where innovation comes from. And that's what's really cool because somebody sees something that, you know, maybe it's working fine the way that it is, but someone says, I can make this better or what if we did this? Mm -hmm. And that's where toilet paper comes from yeah i mean because they were using a stick for the longest time yeah exactly could you imagine well i'm putting it in your head right now and you're imagining it but someone was like i'm fucking sick of this stick (laughs) i need something better and then eventually toilet paper became a thing and then even better but days became a thing which is a good example because
0: americans pre pandemic were very not in general, but like just kind of very anti bidet because mm-hmm. it was like water up my butt, mm-hmm. gay. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but like when you don't have toilet paper, people were like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And bidets were the damn hero. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I almost got one. I'm still actually. I don't want to stray too far, but since I've been home a lot more, seems like, "Use a lot of toilet paper," and I was like, "I pee a lot," and also I feel like there's probably not too much toilet paper that I can use. I want to make sure I'm fucking clean. And so now we're going to be getting a bidet. That is
0: a very strange observation from your husband. You've only so you
1: quit your job, which is the reason I was going to talk about
0: this, by the way, is because you quit your job. Mm -hmm. Not because of your toilet paper situation, but (laughs) (laughs) you quit your job. uh, It's only been two weeks. This is the third week. This is the third week.
1: And that that's the observation he made. There there are other observations that he's made with me being home. That was just one where I was like, I want to get a bidet. And he's like, okay, yeah. And I was like, I feel like I'm using a lot of toilet paper. He's like, yeah, I've actually noticed that you use a lot of toilet paper. Which, again, I feel like there's a lot too much because I want to make sure that I'm clean. Yeah, there's no such thing as too much. There's a good, the perfect, there's the amount
0: to clean yourself. I'm, (laughs) I understand you thinking about that because. I'm doing it. You're the one doing it and you're in that time and you were already thinking about a bidet. So it's more of like, what is that called? Where you, um, where something proves a thing you were already thinking? Confirmation bias. Oh, okay. I was like, but I'm always right. (laughs) Yeah. It's confirmation bias. You already thought you wanted this thing, so it was more of like a yes, you should do this thing. But for somebody else to say, yes, I noticed that.
1: Yeah, it is a little strange. Are you counting the squares, sir? I buy the toilet paper. It's fine. I can use this. So then even more so, how is he noticing if he's not the one buying the toilet paper? I think because he's like, there always seems to be a new roll every couple days. Like a brand new roll. So then...
0: That should be about the abundance of toilet paper. There's so much toilet paper around me.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna start hiding it in like his office and like in the kitchen and just everywhere. I'm gonna like. Do you remember those like old like um storage lid? Like there was something commercial, but like the thing was like they opened up the cabinet and all the storage like containers, like the uh, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I want that with toilet paper for him specifically. I want him to open something and just like shooting out toilet paper. Yeah, I think he needs that in his life. Yeah. Huh. But anyway. Anyway. (laughs) These are good things to question. Yes. (laughs) And now we're getting a bidet. Good for you. This is water. Yes. It was like water water every time you clean yourself. Every time you clean yourself. (laughs) What's cleaning me? Oh, it's this. This this is is water. water.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Okay, you now. I have no excuse to not constantly question your reality because you now have a trigger. What is that called? Cognitive therapy where you give yourself a trigger to like do a thing or think a thing or change your mental state. Mm -hmm. You are going to have a trigger all day, every day telling you question your reality right now.
1: (laughs) I am jealous. I have to get a fucking bidet now. Do you remember that place that you were looking at getting before you moved in here that every single toilet had a bidet?
0: No, I don't. I didn't even recognize it.
1: No, cause we talked about this. I don't remember. Cause this is also like pandemic-y times. Yeah. So we're like, "Fuck the toilet paper shortage! You got a bidet oh. in every room." Oh, I don't remember. Okay. I trust you that that happened. It happened.
0: Yeah, but I, I just I I didn't like that house. So I forgot it existed.
1: No, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Right, you got you. It's kind of you know, what I happens know. with guys. <laughs> <I'm> like, <which laughs> but what, what? if he has a bidet? <sighs> oh, that's tight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're very important until they're not mm-hmm. <laughs> uh All
1: right, well, we'll get you a day too i i day think i buddies. need one now i
0: love having like physical reminders of these things i think mm-hmm. it's so important you know and i've talked about this on the stream a couple of times that one of my examples is always dreams i got into this thing a couple of years ago where i asked somebody one time do you dream in first person or third person and they were like, first, why? And I'm like, oh, that's so crazy. I am I dream in third. And we were both like, what? Because you don't even think about it not being true for everybody. That is your reality. That is truth. Why would it not be truth? And so I started asking people that like pretty regularly. It's kind of my go-to question mm-hmm. for things. Not because of the even the question, but because most people's responses is like, first, why? Or third, why? And I say, because like it's half and half and people are like really that's why i'm asking the question is for the really Mm -hmm. because it makes you how many other things are
1: like that that you just accept that that's the way life is and other people are like what no no so sometimes and we've talked about this i dream in like bird's eye view but like really high up so that everything looks like ants but i still know what's going on it's so weird that is very weird i don't like I think it's a thing. Like I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only person that dreams that. Yeah, way. no, no, no. It's yeah. so we see, like people dream in different ways. But, um, yeah, it and it only happens every once in a while. And it's not even like a specific type of dream. It's just every once in a while, I'm watching things from like God's perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm God. Mm-hmm. It comes up a lot in this podcast. We've only had three episodes, and each time one of us has
0: claimed to be God. Yeah. And <laughs> Each time. One of us is right. (laughs) I don't know if we're very spiritual or just really fucking full of ourselves. Why can't it be both? It's a very godly thing to think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been a great episode. I'm going to link to that speech in case anybody's (laughs) interested. It really, it's important. It's very important. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for joining. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We'll have a better out. I'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>